Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right, that was Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio headquarters in Hooks at New Hampshire, and my secret smoking bunker. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you get your podcast from. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with my co-hosts, at least I'm here virtually, with my co-hosts, Paul and Dave. Nick is off tonight, and we are privileged to have a very special guest with us tonight, Tequila Talia, on the show with us. Thank you for being with us again, Tequila Talia. Of course, anytime. Well, thank you. It would have been even nicer if you could have dropped off a bottle at my house, but I'll take what I can <laughs> you get. Know, you live down in Haverhill. Come on, man. I don't cross yeah. the board. Hey, come on. We're friends. We're friends. <laughs> All right. Um, tonight's episode is you don't have to spend a lot to get a lot. And um, so we're f- featuring cigars and tobacco, and we'll be having a discussion um, about said things, about... Um, being able to get a lot of smoke for not a lot of money so that you have more money to get stuff like red breast, which we're drinking tonight. But we'll get to that in just a little bit. Um, we are smoking tonight the AJ Fernandez San Latano Requiem, Requiem Habano Toro. And it is a uh, Brazilian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Honduran Nicaraguan filler. It's a um, six by 54, uh, AJ Fernandez, who makes probably two thirds of everything that's out there right now. That's right. <laughs> makes this cigar. And, um, it is really, really nice. But, uh, Talia, why don't you tell us a little bit about the, uh, red breast that we're having tonight? What is this stuff? Sure. So, this is a higher end Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I figure with St. Patrick's Day coming up in a couple of days, we should yeah. focus. Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now, Jameson's also one of my brands, but everybody knows and loves Jameson. So I figured we'd go a different route. Yep. So Red Rust is what's called a single pot still whiskey. So what, is, what does that mean? When you're talking single pot Irish whiskey, they're distilling it in something called a pot still, of course, which is shaped <laughs> a lot like the bottle, and as you guys know, I'm a sucker for a nice bottle shape. So that's what essentially <laughs> <laughs> the body of a pot still looks like. So oh. uh, copper is typically what they're made out of, and they say copper sort of takes out impurities and makes for a smoother whiskey. Now you guys can be the judge of that. What do you think? Oh, it's Pretty very damn. smooth. Nice and very smooth. Very huh? Let me take and- it on this one. <laughs> yeah let me take a little sip here before i continue oh, oh that's very good 
so good. So mm. most alcohol, not even just whiskey, most alcohol today is using column stills or what they call continuous distillation. So these are those giant stainless steel monstrosities you see. Monstrosity? Yeah. Monstrosity? Yes. <laughs> that is essentially a building size. Monstrosity, something along those lines. Um, so with the copper pot still, small batch. So think small batch, think homegrown, think one source. So they're not getting their liquid, so they're not getting their distillate or their grain whiskey from any other distillery. That's first and foremost. So okay. I kind of remember when we talked bourbon with rabbit hole, how I said like the majority of bourbons do this. They just source yep. their liquid. Mm -hmm. So single pot, automatically, you know that they're not doing that. Mm. And having that smaller batch is, of course, giving the master distiller a lot more control over the flavor. Everything is much more flavorful in a copper pot still, being mm -hmm. small batch and a lot smoother, as mm -hmm. you all can, can see. And taste. Yes. Oh, it's like flavored butter. Mm. Yeah, so what are you guys tasting? Like, what can you, what are you guys tasting before I kind of get into what you're supposed to taste now? <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely a lot of fruity notes, a little bit of spice, um, toasty too um incredibly smooth and i was talking to talia too before the show and i said i don't know why i don't drink more irish whiskey and I, yeah thank you <laughs> whiskey but i think this is going to help turn me into an irish whiskey fan I, I i drink it here and there but bourbon is primarily my favorite liquor but mm -hmm. after having this <clears throat> i think i'm going to have to turn the corner and head down the Irish whiskey yeah. rabbit hole. Mm, there we go. Ooh, <laughs> I see what you did there, Paul. Yes, did you see that? <laughs> I see that, Paul, Pablo. <laughs> I'm getting so, it's like a now that, now that we've heard that, uh, Talia, what are we supposed to be tasting? Hold on, I don't <laughs> want to interrupt Dave here. He was going to. Yeah. That's okay. You can interrupt Dave. <laughs> so I, it's like a fruity butterscotch. Oh, okay. that what I like that. I like that. <laughs> So they're both, I mean, they're both hitting the notes. You can tell that they're used to tasting whiskeys. They're used to tasting cigars yep. because that's exactly what it is. It's, you're getting really creamy. So where you're getting that butterscotch, like really creamy mouthfeel from that single pot still. Mm -hmm. And sherry casks are, are all Irish whiskey ages a part of their liquid in sherry casks. But Red Breast is using Oloroso sherry, which is like a really high-end sherry. So... Those fruity toasted nut flavors mm -hmm. are coming through a lot more yeah, yeah. than would in a typical Irish mm. whiskey where you're getting like, you know, Jameson or whatever. Right. Um, so, yeah, the toasted notes, the fruit notes, really creamy, sort of sweet, but it's still spicy because it is an Irish whiskey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they're nailing it. They did good. I'm proud. Thank you. Proud of my guy. That's good. <laughs> That's good. So now Redbreast is, you know, one of, there are a couple of things tonight that we're going to be talking about that don't really fit with the parameter of you don't have to spend a lot to get a lot. <laughs> Red Redbreast is more on the the high end side, right? As far as Irish whiskeys go, it is yes. So 
Redbreast 12 year, which is what we're drinking tonight, is on sale this month for 65. So yes, it's a little bit pricier, but when you think of the quality of it, it's really not that expensive. So there you go. Yeah. So what when you're talking Irish whiskeys, you know, what to you makes Redbreast, you know, stand out from the crowd? So that single pot still is really, really unique because this mm-hmm. is the only Irish whiskey on the market that is still using the single pot still method. It's very traditional. Jameson used the single pot method up until I want to say maybe 50 or so years ago. But mm-hmm. now that it's so popular, it's impossible. So right. they, they had to switch to the column stills because it's better for production. <laughs> um, you know, with, with the demand for Jameson right now. But... Yeah. That single pot still, I'm telling you, is it makes all the difference, and it makes that $65 worth it. Mm. Mm. Sounds like I'm losing. It's definitely very good. Right. <laughs> so, Dave, what are your impressions of the cigar and the pairing so far? Um, well, to me, it's definitely like a contrasting pairing. Uh, with the drink, it's really sweet, and like the cigar is very bitter. A lot of cocoa, a lot of, a lot of earth. Um, but that's what I'm getting from. Yeah, but I like Paul, it. What about you? Did you say me or tell you? Hey, I said Paul. Okay, I know, I so I could I couldn't hear you the Jim. Well, actually, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna what? <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a complimentary pairing. Uh, the cigar on its oh. own, I got a lot of cedar, uh, mm-hmm. leather. Uh, earthy tones, uh, a tremendous amount of pepper too, right off the bat, uh, and some even some dark chocolate and a little bit of caramel. With the drink, it is pulling out a little bit more of the cedar earth tones. The leather has been muted down, very very smooth. However, the retrohale, wow, what a it's a it's like a pepper bomb. It is really really rich. That is a, is a it, this is pepper a bomb. very rich uh, but incredibly well balanced cigar. But the drink is pulling out a lot more of the cedar earth tones, but it's not dialing down the pepper note. It is just, I think it's actually enhancing it. Wow, I'm getting the opposite. That's it's not surprising. Got pepper tone, and it's like- From the retrohale, though? Yes, from the retrohale. It's like smooth and creamy I and think sweet. It's, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's if, if anything, to me, it's it's enhanced it. I think it's phenomenal. I think you need to drink more. Okay, so I agree. Paul, take another swig. <laughs> there we go. Let's finish this bottle, boy. <laughs> Dave has said contrasting. Paula said Compliment. it's complimentary. What do you think? Well, listen, all you guys know is that I just want to taste my whiskey. I don't want it. I don't want my cigar to come into any kind of contrast to my whiskey. I want it to be tasty. And as long as my cigar isn't like, you know, jerking me around when I'm trying to take a puff of it, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm and, doing good right now. Well, I guess here's the thing. Is, is your cigar jerking you around? I know. I know. The sales, that's the sales coming out in me. People pleaser. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And for the tiebreaker. Mm. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Dave. I, I'm getting a lot of pepper in the retro. Um, uh, you know, even on heavy drugs, drugs and alcohol, I, I'm getting heavy <laughs> pepper. 
so you know i don't know what's going on you know with with your cigar but uh, <laughs> you know woody leathery earthy you know and cedar kind of wood um it's a really really nice cigar and i i think the the irish whiskey is just pairing along with it the the sweetness you know you you both kind of mentioned a butterscotch kind of finish on the on the whiskey uh, I think that goes well with the cigar and and plays with the um, earthy leather and cedary notes in it, and, and as well as the spice. I'm not getting a, a, a ton of spice on the palate, but on the retrohale, I, I really do pick up a fair amount of pepper. Yeah. It makes my nose tingle. Yeah. And uh, Pastor Padron likes that. So <laughs> that's why. Okay. Yeah. So my definition to me of contrasting pairing means you have something sweet and you're pairing it with something that is the opposite and i feel like that's the case with it they go well together but to me that that that's why i'm saying it's contrasting all right so yeah. it's changing okay. the it's changing the cigar to do a different thing and it's a sweet drink and it's changing it so yeah there is some pepper i'm still not getting enough in the retro hail but i think it's a great pairing i just think they are contrasting because one's sweet and one's bitter I, don't, I just don't see the cigar as bitter. To, to oh. me, the, the Habano is not, it's not unsweet. I mean, it's it's not a super sweet cigar, but I don't, I don't, I'm not getting bitter. Bitter get would not be one of the, the words I use. Huh? I get more pepper on, on my mouthfeel than I do in the, in the retro. The retro for me is like smooth and buttery. Interesting. Right. Well, Maybe you just don't have any more nose hair. <laughs> but I do understand what you're saying about, you know, your understanding of contrasting. <clears throat> and I think that's a fair point that, you know, the drink, it does have a, a nice sweet finish to it. And I would not say the finish of the cigar is sweet. Um, so, if, you know, I understand why you're, you're saying a contrasting Paul, how, given that, um, Dave's understanding of that and his explanation. Why do you think it's complementary? I think because I think it's actually helping to pull out a little bit more of the pepper note in the in the cigar, which is why I go after this cigar. This cigar is a full body cigar, and in my experience of having this, and this is one of the uh, my favorite AJ Fernandez cigars, as I used to smoke mm -hmm. this all the time, uh, is that I knew I was going to get a lot of leather pepper notes out of it. As yeah. well, if I to have a nice full body cigar that had a nice oomph of pepper this is the cigar i would go after and the maduro version does not have the pepper note that this does and that's from the habano wrapper mm. so and, and and the cigar and the drink is absolutely pulling out more of it for me so that's why i'm calling it complimentary i just got a big nose of pepper he woke up he's awake oh! Yeah, there you go. So, and you know what's great about this cigar? What's great about this cigar here is that it's seven fifty. Oh God, yeah. This is a, you know when you're talking about getting a, a great cigar without having to spend a lot of money. This is a fantastic example of that. Yes. You're getting a whole lot of flavor, a great consistent cigar, a cigar that is is. You know, I don't know what I can't see your cigars well enough there, but if it's burning like mine, you're not having any construction issues or anything like that. There's no soft spots in the cigar. 
you're getting a really, really nice smoke for well under 10 bucks. Yep, it is. And the construction is absolutely uh, spot on. It's a razor shop burn line. Um, <laughs> ash is just, it's really kind of, it's a gray ash, but it, it's uh, its holding up very, very well. I'm kind of ashing the cigar a little bit more than I normally would just because I don't want to get it over me. But still, yep. uh, and, and the uh, the wrapper, it's very sheen and it uh, not a lot of uh, lines or, or veins in it. It's uh, It's really, really a beautiful cigar to look at. You know that's that's a good point. I, there's not a whole lot of veins in mine either. It's very smooth, yep. very shiny, nice oily cigar. Yep. He knows how to make a great cigar, AJ. Mm. He does. I can see Talia looking at it. She's marveling at it. Yes. Smoke you, baby. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Requiem. That's a good name yeah. for me, too. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> now, that brings up the point here. You just got married. Congratulations. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And so what's the, when, when, when the marriage license comes back, what's the official name? The official name will be <clears throat> Natalia Lee Brulodakis Throwgood. Woo! That's yeah. a long one. That's a long one. Right? That's a mouthful, if you will. Even the kids' names, it's going to be ours. It's great. Better I take love a breath. it. I don't yes. know what's gonna fit on my license. I, think, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think tequila Italia rolls off the tongue just a yeah. little bit. Uh, That's so all we're gonna better. call you. So much better. It's funny too. Who be... calls me? Like my whiskey accounts call me Jameson Talia. So it's funny that you guys call me tequila Talia because I think most of what I've talked about is whiskey, but I like it. Yeah. I dig it. Tequila Talia, it's nice. It's like Pastor Padron. You know, there's there's other th sorts of nicknames I could have. Yeah, Reverend given what I like to smoke. And it's yeah. the first the time. Reverend Roma, you know, the, the what are some of the other things? The Pontiff of Perdomo or something like that. But but there's <laughs> something about Pastor Padron. It just rolls off the tongue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? The name Tequila Tally didn't really come until the second time she yeah. came on the show because the first time was with the Jefferson Ocean. Yep. Mm. Right. Second so time good. was the Avion, and that's pretty much oh, when yeah. your name Tequila stuck. Tally. Well, it was funny because the Jefferson Ocean, I was kind of thrown into a room with you guys. I'd I never met any of you. <laughs> and Kendra's just like, all right, go downstairs. Like, go meet the boys. <laughs> We're all crammed into that oh, back office. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh -huh. Smoke's still in the air, <laughs> and you're, what am I getting myself into here? <laughs> well, it was great because I had done a Jefferson Ocean tasting upstairs for the hour before, so I was already pretty toasted when I came and saw you guys. So. <laughs> I, I, was I good. just thought you were naturally happy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all the toasted tell you. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> toasted tell you. I had had at least four oceans mm -hmm. before I came and okay. talked to you. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So you want to give us a little, some details about the wedding? Where was it? When was it? And all that stuff. Um. So February twentieth, on the beach the in New York, Maine. Nice, nice. Thirty beach degree day. The best. Yep. Beach weddings are the best. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter. It's a way to do it. Yep. So it was beautiful weather. It was that partly cloudy, so you had. The sunshine for warmth, but you had the clouds for really sick pictures. And let me tell you, those pictures 
were amazing. I saw them. They were yeah. what, what you showed us. They were. Mm -hmm. They looked very nice. And that cape too. Oh yeah, I think I might have to change uh, my my picture up there to me in that fucking cape because yeah, that's that hooded awesome robe. I don't like to. Well, yes, I do. I love to toot my own horn. And let me tell you, <laughs> I, I look phenomenal in that fucking yes. room. <laughs> you notice that bumps coming out too when I describe how awesome I looked. <laughs> you did look awesome. You showed me some pictures. Yes, yeah. thank you. Now I understand there's a, there's a couple of funny stories maybe from that day. Do you want to share any of them with us? Oh my goodness! Well, I assume you're talking about the one I told you, which was well <laughs> one of one of the couple I told you. <laughs> um, over some red breast red. Oh my god, I can't say red breast. Anyway, so you just did. <laughs> we're in the hotel room. The ladies are getting ready. And my pop shows up around 11. The ceremony is supposed to start at noon. So he says, all right, so what time do I have to be back here to drive you to the beach? I said, ah, you know, quarter of, 10 of, whatever. So he says, okay, cool. I got some time. I just, he goes, I'm going to go drink with my brothers. So my uncles, and I'll come back and get you. I said, okay. I assumed he just went to my uncle's room to hang out and drink. Like he said. Lo and behold, I find out the next day that he had forgot the cigars, which was the one thing I asked this man to do. I asked him, please bring 15, 20 cigars so that we can smoke them after. So he had completely forgotten the cigars. So he went to my uncle's room in a panic. Like, I got 45 minutes. Where can we go? So we're in York. Kittery, Maine is the closest place that they have cigars. So thank God my Uncle Chris drove because my dad is a classic, like, under the, like, right at the speed limit, maybe 10 above. He <laughs> drives, my uncle drives about 90 miles an hour, he says, down to Kittery. They go to this smoke shop, which is also a head shop because we're in Maine. Mm -hmm. So they walk in and they go, all I see is bongs and bowls and paraphernalia. And they're just like, in a, again, completely panicked as they walk in the door. They finally find cigars. Couldn't tell you what we were smoking because I was drinking. So they, <laughs> they managed to make it back in time for the ceremony. But I, it's funny, like, as the bride, nobody tells you what kind of behind-the-scenes craziness is going on. Right. And that was one of my favorite stories. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So yeah, that was going to be one of my questions. What what did you smoke? You you have no idea. I don't know. It was brown. It was a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't end up smoking them until after the reception. So by then, I mean I don't know. Oh, I got wow. pictures. <laughs> Maybe we can zoom in. What, now, was everybody smoking cigars? Uh so it was my uncles, of course, the Greeks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, 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 the Greeks. The Greeks. We have to label them. <laughs> the Greeks. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, the hubby, the best man, the other groomsmen, my brother, and then my maid of honor took like two, two little puffs off of one. So there's a there's a cool picture of the two of us smoking cigars. Um, but I was yeah, I was of course smoking. <laughs> I smoked too. <laughs> For you.
Yep. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It was great. Uh, it was so, a lot of fun. Talia, you got plans for St. Patty's Day? Yeah, my plans are, as the Jameson rep, to bounce around downtown Manchester and spend a lot of money. <laughs> Those are my plans. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've you, been prepping for weeks. Are you going to be making a visit to a uh, location? Mm-hmm. In Londonderry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's too cool for Londonderry. Folks. No, that's not it. I'll be too drunk to get to Londonderry. Yeah, and good I don't, idea. I don't, don't think, drive. Yeah, I don't think Uber. my boss will approve of an Uber down there. I mean, we'll see where the day leads me. Well, I'm just me, checking but, up on the uh, accounts to make sure that the right amount of Jameson's Yeah, I have to make sure I went to Twins, boss man. Like, gotta make well, sure yeah. Jameson's being drank, right? That's right, yeah. Um, money to this. <laughs> <laughs> I already spent a good amount of money there. It's right. great. He's like, he's like, so twins, you're actually succeeding there. As nobody, no other rep has ever done anything with you guys except for me. So and then did you say, well, that's because I'm tequila talent? That's exactly what I said. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the hidden gem. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 pull things into the uh you know the theme of the show here and and talk about how you don't have to spend a lot to get a lot All right. paul and dave All you know right. i'd like to know what are some of your you know it's always been one of the things that i've said that um you do not have to pay a lot of money to get a world-class cigar and i have said for years and even though, you know, the price of cigars is still creeping up, I still think it's true. You don't need to spend more than 10 bucks to get a world-class cigar. I think this is a great example of that. Yep. But um, what are some of your choices that people could enjoy of cigars that are really, really good? And Dave, I don't mean just okay that you like spending six bucks on <laughs> but are really, really good, fantastic cigars. Oh, Great yeah. deal for under ten bucks. Basically, Dave, don't say that cigar that I know you smoke every day. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. that cigar actually does show up on my list because I actually was a, a a big awesome. fan of that cigar back in the day when that was my tractor cigar was the La Roma de Cuba. I, I smoked when I was driving I, tractors. So the La Roma de Cuba original line between exactly. what five seventy five and no eight fifty, uh, three different sizes. I used to smoke that Immensa mm-hmm. cigar. Because it took me about an hour and a half to smoke that one, and my lawn took me an hour and a half, and I knew that was not going to be my tractor cigar from that point on. <laughs> so oh Roma de Cuba definitely does show up on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my all-time favorite cigar lines that is between 5 and $7 is the Chata Oak line. Mm. That is a phenomenal oh, line. Yes. That- You've got the, the, the Connecticut Shade, the Connecticut Broadleaf, and the Habano now. And that, to me, is one of my all-time favorite cigar lines. It's a value cigar. It's a fantastic value cigar. But uh, it's just a it's a great cigar, too. I mean, just I great know. flavors you get out of Rated it. Rated best cigar under 10 bucks by Cigar Aficionado. Absolutely. Yep. And, yep. and there's no doubt about it. And that and it, it's we've turned more customers on to that line, I think, than any other line just for the value we alone. We can't even keep it installed. We can't. I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean, and and uh, in speaking with the rep, the the company foundation is is growing so big that they are you know having issues just because of the back ordering and getting the the uh, the wrappers to be able to make them. So it's yeah. it's just exploding. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and Paul would agree. I, I would I would pay I would pay like two or three dollars more for yeah. each of those sticks and still think I was getting a great deal. Very uh, absolutely, I would absolutely agree with that. I think they they and let's not let Nick yeah, Malillo yes. hear that. Strike <laughs> that yeah, direct, Nick, keep, Nick, keep it down. Keep it down. down. <laughs> Did not uh, hear what I just said. Did not hear what I just said. One of the other cigar lines that I really love, and it is another A.J. Fernandez line, is the New World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, particularly the Oscuro line, the Maduro. Uh, and yeah. we brought two new sizes, uh, Rotundo. And then what I've been smoking a lot of lately is the Double Corona uh, box breast. And that is just a phenomenal line, too. Great, great value. Great, great cigar. Um, anywhere from 6 to eight fifty um, yeah. on that um the uh one one line that we 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 don't really talk much about but it is a fantastic line too is the brick house mm. from c newman uh between yep. six to eight fifty and specifically to me i actually love the uh the connecticut the double connecticut you've got a connecticut shade and a connecticut broadleaf binder and mm. it's really really between six to seven dollars in that line that's a fantastic cigar too uh that line yeah it, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal your show. And, Go right ahead. Gonna, you steal away. Yes. The, um, this is. You can't just repeat everything Paul said. <laughs> uh, this is this is the the uh, the illusion cigar Preve. Yeah. Yeah. Oro yep. Oh my. Seven seventy five. Seven seventy five. Well, the whole line is between seven seventy five to eight seventy five. Yeah, but that yeah. one in particular is unbelievable. The, yeah, the box press one. Yeah. Well, that uh, buttery finish. I think everyone knows that's one of my favorite. <laughs> All-time Which is why I'm surprised cigars. you didn't mention it first. So well, I'm, I'm, I want to I want to be able to showcase other cigars <laughs> that are in that uh, under ten dollars that uh, I think is a fantastic value too. Yep. Uh, Dino's vintage selection Rothschild, correct? Six dollars, yep. unbelievable. Yep. Aged five years. Yep. Where the other Rothschilds in that selection are ten dollars. Another great line that we actually brought, we're expanding on this line too from Agonosa Leaf is the JFRs. Mm. Yeah. Uh, between six twenty-five and seven twenty-five for the three sizes that we offer, that's a fantastic cigar too. We turn, that that is becoming probably uh, a great find for people who are looking for a reasonably inexpensive cigar, but a great cigar, medium full body, San Andreas wrapper, Nicaraguan fillers. Um, we're we're selling a lot of those here in Lenderry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave, what do you what do you say about the? The Jiffers? No, just in general. What's your what's your what's your offerings? What do you what do you have to say about the? Well, my all-time favorite is the uh, Laroma de Cuba that. Robusto. Yeah, because you know I smoke like one a day or so, you know, or um, four, or four, depending. <laughs> um, it's it's just an un- unbelievable cigar. The all of the seven twenty-four dog walkers are just unbelievable. Those are all great smokes. Yep. Yeah. Yep, nice 30, 40 minutes uh, cigar. Yep. Yep. Can't have too much of those. Another line, too, and again, it goes with a very high end family, but the Perdomo 1000 series, I think. Is you a mean fam- the Padron? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Pa- yeah, Padron. <laughs> <laughs> Padron 1000 series is a, another great uh, cigar line that's between, what, seven and. Hey. On just under ten dollars for for that line. It's a it's a very we sell a lot of those too. Yeah, it's a great. That's actually a really good cigar for that price. 
All right, let me add a few to what's already been said too. Go ahead. Um, the uh, 724 original blend Lancero. Yes. 9:30 is a fantastic cigar. Um, a couple of years ago, it was the highest rated Honduran cigar um, in cigar aficionado. Got like a 92, I believe. It is a fantastic, fantastic world class cigar. Uh, under 10 bucks uh, for me the Roma craft and temperance line mm-hmm. um, whether you're talking about the uh, um, Brazilian our Paraca or the uh, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut all of them are under 10 bucks well under 10 bucks and are very very good cigars yeah and they um, just factory of the year too because mm-hmm. they have cigars with the highest ratings coming out of one factory yep. The whole line. Real great, real consistent stuff. Uh, Another great cigar that's just under 10 bucks to me is the the Christoph Vengeance Perfecto. Yep. At $9.99. Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper. Um, What a cigar that is. It's just a great, great uh, example of uh, a really fine, um, frankly, difficult shape to roll. For mm-hmm. under ten bucks, um, yeah. That and reminds- another another thing that's really good too is just about anything any any of the core line hammer and sickle cigars. Yep. Yes. They're all under ten bucks. Yep. Uh, I think what nine sixty five is the most or nine seventy five is the most expensive thing they have. Yep. It's anything by hammer and sickle is just amazing, and uh, if you like Dominican tobacco especially. You like a cigar that's medium to mild, um, you, you're going to love their stuff. And they're really easy on the wallet. Those are great, great cigars. Yep. And yep. then an, another one by Aladino, the the uh, the Lancero. Was the Elegantes. Seven, Elegantes. Oh, the Elegantes. Seven bucks. Seven bucks for the Habano. Yeah, that's, yep. that is an absolutely fantastic cigar. Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. Oh, and the one I had today, uh, the 724 Coraline Club Perfecto. Yeah, that is amazing. Yep. Yeah, that is that's that is really a, good too. that's one of my favorite original line cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Talia, yes, we've sir? been talking and you've been sleeping and snoring because <laughs> maybe we're taking okay. notes. I don't know. No. But what what about? whiskeys and and bourbons you know that that you rep do you do you have any really good value things that you might be able to to recommend like yeah. I, I know that the what is it's a jameson repeal batch is one well, of our favorites i think the jameson black barrel mm. so the jameson black barrel if you're looking for a really high end tasting irish whiskey and you don't want to break the bank jameson black barrel is where it's at it's around 33 usually give or take a buck or two depending on the sales but it is extremely smooth and if you like bourbon and you're trying to kind of explore the irish realm i definitely definitely recommend jameson black barrel as your first stop because it kind of blends the two perfectly where you're getting bourbon notes, 
but you're also staying true to that kind of spicy Irish taste. It is unbelievable. I think my husband, it's weird to say, (laughs) my husband and I probably go through, um, I'd say two bottles a week. It doesn't sound that much for someone who's a liquor rep, but that's mixed in with all the other stuff that we drink. So Black Barrel, Jameson, definitely a good buy. Sweet. Very, very good. And actually, if we're kind of staying to my name with Tequila Talia, Altos Tequila is not something that I don't think we've really talked about much on the show. I think I mentioned it in my like top five faves a few months ago. But Altos Tequila usually ranges, again, $25, give or take. And mm-hmm. it is so premium for that price. They use all the traditional methods of tequila making. And if you like Patron, I'm telling you right now, go out and try Altos. Because I filled a bottle of Patron with Altos tequila, and not a single person said anything about it when they were drinking. So (laughs) tap the price, tap the price, double the quality. So Altos tequila, definitely a good one. Was this at a private party, or was this at a bar? Yeah, no, it was a private party. They don't let me do things like that at bars. It's illegal or Yeah, yeah. So you know, Potion Master, if you're listening, she hasn't she hasn't done this to you. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I have been thinking about doing it as kind of like a spoof with a uh, like a training, so kind of a staff training, and seeing if they can tell, because I guarantee none of them would tell. So, like Coke and Pepsi thing. <laughs> oh yeah. So you know that I'm not a huge tequila drinker until you came on the scene mm-hmm. and then changed mm-hmm. my view of that with the Absolutely. Avion. Am I going to be picking up the Avion type of flavor or am I going to be picking up more of like a traditional tequila with that? It's more traditional tequila. Okay. So if there is Avion, that's not the 44 that you would like because it's peppery. Yep. So if you're looking for the Avion tequila, that's not like, you know, 125 bucks. Mm-hmm. They have the they yes <laughs> yes please yes they have um the silver reposado and añejo that are you know forty five fifty five sixty type range okay. so they're okay. still a little bit higher than your average tequila but you'll like it because it has those peppery notes that you loved mm-hmm. about the Avion forty four yep and you'll like the reposado or the añejo probably añejo more. Because mm-hmm. it has the aged barrel smoothness to okay. it. Yep. There we go. Just All right. Language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So while Paul's drinking again, um, <laughs> what what is our TU word of the week? Oh. Do 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 do. You're still having to look for it, aren't you? So. Wow, it didn't save my place. Uh oh. <laughs> Memory, Dave. Memory. Mm-hmm. So, the uh, the tobacconist word of the day is habano seed. Habano seed. For the bono wrapper here. Uh, is a traditional Cuban seed, varietal family that has been hybridized and crossbred to create many new modern varietals. 
The traditional Habano seed is still used to produce many cigars throughout Central America and the Caribbean. I applaud you for pronouncing all those words correctly with all the red breasts that we've been drinking. <laughs> Thought I murdered them. So that's <laughs> red breasts have you been drinking? Dave, I really want some of that left for me. Uh, I'll buy you a Don't bottle. worry, it's so half full. Don't worry, don't worry. I won't, well, I guess you can't really trust me to not drink yeah. the No, rest. I can't do it all time, but, you know, what can I do? Uh, so I, maybe this is the, the part of the show where we bring up the obvious. Why the hell aren't I there? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yes, where are you, Why am I Skyping in? It, it, it's not the train day when we Skyping. It's, uh, you know, last night um, uh, I was making dinner and, and uh, cooking something in a um, pressure cooker. And as I was opening the lid, you know, I misread that uh, the pressure cooker was ready to be opened and uh, twisted the lid, which, you know, was easy to do. And the lid then blew off an explosion of carrots, potatoes, onions, and broth blew out upon Pastor Padron and blew me back. And as a result, I have burned my hands. Uh, I have second degree burns on my, my hands here. And um, I had to go to the emergency room to have it treated. And because of the drugs they have put me on, uh, I have needed to be at home, unable to drive. So, uh, fortunately, uh, Red Breast and the cigar and the pipe tobacco were delivered to me by Pablo Maduro. Thank you very much, Pablo. You're welcome. <laughs> my pleasure. I was really hoping that Talia would step up and drop me <laughs> off a bottle for my time. Come on, man. Which would really help me out, you know, might get you know, me I out. I have an actual job. <laughs> <laughs> I go but, with the address. Know, she says, hey, Talia, I know. I know you still I know. love me. I, I know, know you love me. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's why I'm here. And so, um, honestly, the hands, you know, that it's, they, they sting some, but the last night the pain was unfreaking believable. And um, I tell you, when that pot blew off and and that stuff blew all over me, <clears throat> original sin just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I cussed like a sailor. But you know, and and whipped my shirt off. I was I'm actually thankful. I was wearing a Kurtz um, Dixon flannel shirt, so my my <laughs> midsection was spared, you know, from getting you know blasted by that stuff. But um, <clears throat> wow, unfreaking believable. Oh, I'm just happy you're better, and you will be okay. I, I'm happy I'll be okay. They're, they're telling you know the the you know once the huge disgusting you know inch to two inch blisters pop and the skin flails off my body and everything. Um, 
Oh, man, we're drinking away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you can actually see where, you know, they've started to pop and ooze into my wounds and, and bandages and stuff. It's it's disgusting. Come on. But, uh, <laughs> um, the, the doctors were telling me that uh, um, I'm, I'm going to have to put, like, SBF 50 on my hands for, like, the next six months. Really? Protect to protect them from the sun, even if I'm driving. Wow. That has to, that has to become part of my routine. Otherwise, I'm <laughs> gonna, you know, have the Michael Jackson effect going on. And, oh no, oh, wow. no, no. I'll be even whiter if that <laughs> is possible. <laughs> I can't wait till he's a Dan. Did you remember your lotion? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Let's not talk about Dan remembering the lotion. <laughs> That's something that Kurt does not want to have on the show here, okay? <laughs> All right. Oh, now, on the soundboard. Um, <laughs> my cigar confession of the week. Let's yeah. talk about that. All right. Our theme, you know, you don't have to spend a lot to get a lot, does not really apply to humidors. And, uh, you know, I have had a number of conversations in the recent past with people saying, you know, I just can't get my humidor anywhere above 30 or 40 percent humidity. I can't understand why. Well, tell me a little bit about your humidor. And then they look at me kind of sheepishly and say, well, I got it for 40 bucks on Amazon, <laughs> at which point. I just kind of look at them like, well, there's your problem. <laughs> you know, what, you know, if, if, if you are, you know, you're storing, let's, let's say you've got, you know, 20 cigars in your humidor and let's, let's say, let's say you're on the real cheap side and they're all charter oaks. So you've got, you know, 20, you know, charter oaks in your humidor. So you have $100 worth of cigars in a humidor that you spent 40 bucks on, <laughs> and you expect the cigars to be okay. It's probably not going to happen. And when it comes to humidors, and Dave and Paul especially, you guys can chime in and tell me if you agree or, or not. I find you really need to spend as much money as you can on a good humidor. In order to, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, um, you know, just because it looks nice doesn't mean it's gonna work. And, um, you know, one of the things I'll tell people is, okay, well, when you get back home to your humidor, take a dollar bill, put it halfway into the humidor with the with the lid up, and then shut the lid on it. If you can pull that dollar bill out really easily then the seal on that humidor is not good enough to keep any kind of humidity in the in the box at all and it's just going to leak out and you, you that's typically what happens when you are spending you know 20 30 40 50 bucks on a box that <clears throat> is is a size of what we might sell for 100 150 160 bucks um to hold the same amount of cigars. What do you guys think? Yep, absolutely. I, uh, I, I've been talking to a lot of people too when they, in the same thing that you said, Dan, that they can't get their humidors up to the proper humidification level. 
And uh, I'd say probably half of them will tell me that they have a glass top humidor and they actually did get it online. Um, mm -hmm. So one of the things we always say is if you really care about your cigars, you really got to care about what kind of humidor you keep them in. So I always will say you just got to do away with the glass top. The glass top specifically in the wintertime is going to just seep out the humidity. It, does, it doesn't give a very good proper seal. You want to get a nice solid humidor with true Spanish cedar. Uh, yep. do, do the proper seasoning. And if you keep up with your humidor, use the packs. Packs are, are, are is my personal favorite. Uh, the humidor packs to, uh, to humidify your humidor. Um, yep. And uh, you will have a much better success keeping that humidification level uh, where it needs to be. Um, so yeah. just spend spend the money. Don't go cheap. Um, you just got to, if you like I said, if you really care about the cigars, um, you got to care about and be willing to pay a little bit more for a proper humidor. Yep. Yep. I think I spent about 100 on ours. Yeah. And? There you go. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean why, would you, why would you spend <laughs> 50 bucks on a humidor that you have $100 worth of cigars in? Correct. Yep. You know, you, Let's you know, maybe make it a rule that that uh, you know don't spend less money than it would take for a box of the cigars you like the most to keep in your humidor to spend on a humidor. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you, Telly. I feel like a louse. What oh, were you saying? Don't worry, that's all right. No, no, I feel bad enough. <laughs> I feel bad enough since I only have this little bit of red breast here left. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. That's all right. At least uh, we got sort of our fill when I came in last week to try you on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That was awesome. <laughs> Off the sample bottle, no less. Oh, shh, don't tell anybody. Hmm? No, no, I paid for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, that's right. That's right. I so paid for that. <laughs> um so what's our final what's our final verdict here on the uh, san latano requiem habano toro uh, it's a, a absolutely fantastic cigar fantastic value at like i said the, the toro at 750 you cannot go wrong if you like a nice full body cigar cedar leather the pepper note it has not subsided at all, specifically on the retrohale. So if you want a nice peppery leather cedar, a uh, little bit of, uh, like I said, a little bit of that dark chocolate and caramel is still a little bit there too. Uh, the yeah. drink is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to continue to say it's a complimentary pairing, um, and it's hey. going so well with the cigar. So I would absolutely suggest you get this <laughs> and get the red breast too That's right. talia what did you think i think um you know drink it uh <laughs> drink, drink some red breast if you're gonna buy it that's what i think i think it's kind of okay but the red breast is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> what do you think of that though talia no i liked it like i said i mean i don't i'm not uh as versed in speaking about cigars, but I do like to be able to taste my whiskey while I'm smoking my cigar. And I think it did well, because I, I smoked a little bit of the cigar before I tried the whiskey. And once again, I did like both better together than apart. There you go. Mm -hmm. So it is complimentary. 
complimentary. Yes. A complimentary contrasting flavor. Booyah. <laughs> 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 All right, Dave. What do you? What are you still uh, holding by your uh, contrasting cool. pairing thing? Contrasting pairing, uh, because you know I'm getting uh, the the peppery and the the earth and, and leather. I'm not getting too much, if at all, sweetness from the cigar. I think the drink brings it out in the cigar more than it had itself, and uh, I think it's a great pairing. But I think it is to me, it's still contrasting. The I get like this fruity buttery scotch just finish with the drink um and i get the pepper finish from the cigar so i'm getting two contrasting tastes but together they're it's it's really good well and if if he's talking about contrasting when you think about contrasting colors like purple and green they're contrasting colors but they complement each other so i think that's kind of what you're saying right mm -hmm. sure <laughs> Sure. Yep. Yep. I'm trying to defend you here. You say yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Remember, we are talking about the guy who thinks Jar Jar Binks was a drunken master chef. Oh, God. So. Oh, you had to bring it up. It's not that right. I think that he was. I just think, I think it would have been a great idea to redeem the character if they had made that canon, but they didn't. So he sucks. <laughs> nope, Davey didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take our break right now. We'll be right back, and we're going to be smoking some of Cornell and Deal's Billy Bud when we do. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, we are back, people, and we are smoking Billy Bud, Melville at Sea, and we are smoking the bulk version of this from Cornell and Deal. And uh, this is an offering that they make that is available both in bulk and in a tin, and if you get the tin, uh, the, uh, what it says on the tin is a heavy Latakia blend with rough cut burley, bright Virginia flake, and a good amount of rough cut cigar leaf. Billy Bud was created for Cornell and Deal's late friend, Salem and Jack, whoever the heck that was. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, manufactured by Corm Cornell and Deal. It's uh, English, if you want to say. It's it's a Latakia blend. Um, you could also say it's a cigar leaf blend uh, tobacco. It's Burley, cigar leaf, Latakia, and Virginia. There's no added flavorings in this pipe tobacco. It's a coarse cut. And we are, am I not mistaken, continuing to have the red breast with this? Mm -hmm. More red breast. Yep, yep, yep. More red rest, Dave. Red rest. Oh, do you have any left, Pastor? I do. This this is what I have. That's it. That's what I have left. Valiant effort keeping it around. That's so oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So um what's what's the initial thoughts here on the tobacco and the pairing? And this time we'll start with Paul. So I had this for the first time earlier today. I just want to get a uh, a sense of what we'll be smoking tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, so the tobacco, I got a lot of like uh, it's slightly sweet, uh, mm -hmm. smoky, very rich, uh, creamy, silky smooth. Uh, just really, really nice, nice smooth tobacco. I think this is a very flavorful, very rich uh, flavor I'm getting out of this. And if I'm not mistaken, 
I, I was doing a little bit of research. This is a more of a full of body blend, correct? Or fully correct. Body, full body yep. tobacco, but maybe yep. more of a not a huge nick hit. You know, it's got a little nick hit, but not a huge nick hit. Am I correct with that? Yeah, yeah. Latakia uh, by nature does not have a ton of lat of uh, vitamin N to it, mm -hmm. so. You know, it's it's not going to be it, it's going to be have much more body than strength. Let's yes. say. Yep. Yep. I would agree. Mm -hmm. Talia, right. what are you thinking? This is we've we've got you smoking a pipe. Okay. We're moving you in the right direction of life. Uh, no, I feel You're like you're appreciative. Yeah. You know, he may not be right up front, but he will be, you know. So what what are you uh, thinking of this? It's not as. Uh daunting as i originally anticipated <laughs> <laughs> daunting i tell you it's been a long time since i've smoked a uh tobacco pipe here and <laughs> it uh i'm getting the hang of it you know <laughs> <laughs> how do you think it's going with red breast good i think I have so much of that red breast flavor in my mouth that this is kind of it's it's spicing it up a little. I got like a little more spice hanging onto my tongue than I did mm -hmm. when, while I was smoking the cigar. So I actually kind of like that. That's nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can see that happening. Dave, what about you? What are you thinking of the uh, tobacco in the pairing initially? The tobacco is very rich. Um, a little bit of some spice. Uh, the retro hail is uh, very smooth and creamy. Yep. Um, and I think that pairs really well with that creamy, buttery, fruity scotchiness, whatever it is from the drink. No scotch, um, honey. No scotch. And... No scotch, Dave. No scotch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's pairing very well. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good because it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, you know, why why buy bulk tobaccos? You know, kind of keeping with our theme here, you don't have to spend a lot to get a lot. Um, Cornell and Deal is one of these companies that offers a number of their popular blends that are available in tins uh, in bulks as well. Whoops, there goes my phone. Hold on a minute here. And um, let me, there we go. I think that's good. Um, one of the questions that is often, whoops, asked me. <laughs> yeah, hold on here. Danny, what's happening over there? Yeah, uh-huh. Let's see here. <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> We're right here. All right, there we go. There you are. All right, let's see here. What about British? How's that? Is that good? Yep, there you are. Are you sure we didn't give you enough red breast over there? Uh, yeah, that's, I'm very that's, sure. That's the Percocets. Right? <laughs> very sure. Okay. So, you know, one of the questions I get you know, when uh, pipe tobacco is available in bulk as well as in a tin is, you know, is that what's in the tin better than what's offered bulk? 
In other words, do they put the best stuff of the batch in tins and then whatever's left over, you know, do bulk. Like you're getting a, like bulk is like a second, you know, almost like seconds of the tobacco. And um, that's not the case. Everything is made all at once. <clears throat> some of it is put into tins. Some of it is put into um, big bulk bags. So you're not getting uh, like a tobacco that's second rate when you're getting the bulk, but you're not paying for the packaging, um, which means you're paying much less. Billy Bud is a tobacco that uh, if we were selling it at, at Twins would be $13.50 a tin. Um, because it's in bulk, it's about three fifty an ounce. So for seven bucks, six ninety nine, I think we sell it for. Um, you're getting just as much tobacco at about half the cost. And there's a several blends that Twins carries that's a, like that Haunted Bookshop uh, and Autumn Evening, in addition to Billy Bud. Those are all blends that Cornell and Deal makes available in tins as well. But the reason we carry them in bulk is because you, the consumer, can get much more for your money buying it in bulk instead of paying for um, the cost of the the tin, the label, and all, and the um, uh, effort it takes to put all that stuff together. So going bulk is a great way to save some money and still get some really, really good pipe tobacco. And there's a lot of good bulk things available out there. Um, I'll, I'll start off, you know, saying that, uh, you know, Peter, uh, Peter, um, Eric Stokeby, um, who does the fourth generation tobacconist uh, brand, um, just came out with three great bulk blends. Um, morning blend, the afternoon melange, and evening flake, all of which you can get two ounces for for under 10 bucks. And they're all fantastic, fantastic tobaccos. Yeah. If they were offered in tins, they'd be somewhere between 16, 17, 18 dollars a tin for a couple of ounces of the stuff. So you can get a lot of great tobacco for the money. Um, and, you know, pipe smoking, you know, even when you're buying tins is a lot cheaper than buying cigars. Um, but you can even get, you know, the, the same high quality stuff without having to spend even as much money as you would with pipe tobacco. What are some other examples you guys have of, um, bulk blends that uh you guys would recommend to people uh engine 99 is mm -hmm. one of my favorites i think that's a fantastic tobacco uh one of i know dave loves this and we're finding a lot of customers and we always seem to sell out of this uh particular tobacco yeah. is autumn evening mm. autumn evening is a very very popular it's got a very unique flavor that maple uh, just is unique in terms of, in my eyes, of, and versus everything else that we sell, uh, and specifically in the bulk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one of my favorites is the Turkish Twist. Oh, yeah. Peter Stokeby's Turkish Twist, Absolutely. which is luxury twist flake. Yep. Um, 
Yeah. That's the, a big one there. Luxury Navy Flake. The Navy Flake too, yeah. the Portland mm-hmm. Shipyard. Yeah. That's a fantastic tobacco as well. Yep. We've got a we've got what over thirty different and then uh, bullseye and bullseye, the yeah. Amiskit coin. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So we've got over thirty different uh twins blends uh that you can get for two ounces for about seven bucks. It's 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 they're all phenomenal. Oh, they and are even, all the, phenomenal. even the black Irish X, the brown Irish X, Correct. bird's eye. Yeah, those oh all yep. fantastic. Smoked meat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You know, it's funny. One of the things that um, Talia, you'll be smoking next week is a One Q by Lane Limited, and uh, that's been the best-selling bulk tobacco since it came out back in the seventies. And um, world for you, Captain (laughs) Black fans out there, Captain Black Royal, the blue can is One Q. Yeah, it is the same tobacco, and it's um, what are those cans, Paul? They're they're um 40, 46 bucks, 46. but it's 12 ounces, right? Yep, yep, yep. For 46 bucks, you can get a pound of Six. one Q, what we call granite state, for 40. Mm-hmm. So you could actually get four more ounces for six bucks less, yep. <laughs> you know, pulling yeah. the know a lot no. of money. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Although it, it is funny to me that uh, Captain Black, the people who smoke the Captain Black Blue, <clears throat> they tell me that one Q is close, but kind of no cigar. Like it's it's not it, it's not this exact same thing. Yet I I know from talking to to Max Stokeby, who works with you know Scandinavian Tobacco Group, who makes this stuff. Yes, it's exactly the same stuff, which, uh, you know, kind of goes to show that, you know, how your um, your perception of a tobacco because of the the branding that's on it can affect your uh, perception of the tobacco. Yep. You know, uh, just like uh, Talia was saying how she put that that one tequila into the Patron. Uh, ball and everyone thought it was a Patron. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know what you see kind of has a big impact on what your taste buds tell you you're getting. Mm-hmm. And um, some people are really surprised when they find out that One uh, Q and Captain Black Blue are the same exact thing. It's all in their head. Mm-hmm. Like Kurt's Special Reserve. Okay. Well, as, as far as cigars go, that's like the same. Sort mm. of, oh, you're not. People don't, you know. Anyway. Yeah, there's no, there's no coming back from that, Dave. Um, <laughs> so, Paul, do you have anything about what's happening at Twins this week? What's happening this week? Well, we have a. Obviously, we have St. Patty's Day coming up Yay, on Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the bar will be opening up at 11 o'clock, one hour earlier. Drinking starts early this starts Wednesday. <laughs> now, we are expecting a big crowd. I know we still are somewhat restricted, but we do have the deck opened. And mm-hmm. what the weather forecast has said, it's going to be around 50 degrees, partly sunny. 
So if you don't mind maybe hanging out and outside, wear an extra layer or so, and want to enjoy twins for St. Patty's Day, come on, come on down. Uh, we'll try to do the best we can to accommodate everyone, but I think it's going to be it's considering the fact that no bar was opened last year oh, at this time. Killed me. Yeah, it killed everything, and I think this year a lot of people are going to be coming out, yeah. enjoying the fact that bars are opened, even if they are at a limited basis. But uh, Talia will be <laughs> floating around <laughs> Manchester, very slush, floating. Oh, She'll floating be is seriously a good word. floating around floating. Manchester. Bubbling. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not <Bubbling>. coming to <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Probably it, like oh, around. unless she decides last minute to Uber. Yep, last minute <laughs> Ubering is always an option. That deck, I'm telling you, if you think it's chilly, that deck gets so much sun. Yes, it, it is does. beautiful out you there. Yeah. Like a Talia yep. And we have yeah, right. <laughs> I should. Now that it's daylight savings time, we have the sun out a little bit longer, and the deck yep. pretty much for most of the day through the late afternoon will at least have some sun. So, well, this past Friday, what was it? It was 50s, 50s, 50s. And I was out on the deck with just like a light long sleeve shirt on because that sun heats you yeah. up so much. So yep. definitely check out that deck. Yep. It is amazing. I think it's going to be a fantastic day anyways, no matter yep. where you go. But here at Twins, yep. come on down, hang out, you know, grab yourself some Jameson, mm -hmm. some, some, some red breasts. Some, There's some red, red breasts at the bar. We absolutely mm -hmm. have breasts <laughs> at the bar. Hearing great things about it from other customers too who have had it. And uh, the rabbit a... hole too with that new cigar you guys have. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, the diesel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. come out and just have a great time. Should be a great day. And uh, something else we want you all to know about that's going on is that uh, NJBS Live is going to be moving from Monday nights to Friday nights, starting April second. Friday, April 2nd. Um, we are, you know, uh, trying to accommodate all of us, you know, on the schedule and working with the, the both stores and the bar. And so we are going to be switching our live recording to Friday nights. So um, what's that, three weeks from now? Correct. Uh, we are going to be uh, doing Friday night, April 2nd. And from then on, um, not just Blowing Smoke Live will happen on Friday nights at 8 o'clock. Same place, same time, just a different night. And uh, and then the uh, podcast will go out the following Monday. Um, and so that's something we're all excited about. Hope that you all stick with us. We'll give you reminders for the next few weeks so that you can keep it in your calendar there. Um, because we want you all still uh, watching with us. But uh, so starting uh, Friday, so the ladies night takeover, which is going to be next week, the 22nd, that's going to be our last live Monday recording. Dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. Of which Talia is a part of. Yeah, yes, she is. She's going to be a two for two weeks in a row. Oh, that's yeah. right. What are you bringing to drink on that show? Mm -hmm. I'll be bringing the Jefferson whiskey that is actually a rye aged in cognac casks. Mm. Oh, so. that sounds horrible. Uh, 
Oh, you're lucky we're on the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was sarcasm. I know, okay. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, did you say you had some, uh, you know, is he just blowing smoke ready for tonight? Oh, yes, I do. Uh-huh. An ode to St. Patrick's Day. Oh. Ode to St. Patrick's Day. So, Boston. Boston. Which has the largest Irish population in the country also hosts the largest St. Patrick's Day celebration in the country. Am I blowing smoke? You're blowing smoke. Dave says I'm blowing smoke. Nope. Talia? Nope. Pastor? Uh, I believe you're blowing smoke. So you say I'm blowing smoke. Dave says I'm blowing smoke. Talia says I'm not blow, just She's blowing Greek. smoke. She's Greek. We're Irish. No. Nah. <laughs> Actually, Dave and Pastor, you're absolutely correct. Thank you. In order, the cities that host the largest uh, St. Patrick's Day celebration are New York City, number mm-hmm. one, Savannah, Georgia. What? If you can believe that, Savannah, Georgia. Number two, Chicago. Jesus. The See, I Green thought, River. No, I thought they were number one, but okay. No, they, they, but, their but, celebration. Goes and again, this is all. Pre, this is all. Take COVID out of the equation. Mm-hmm. They do it for like a week. They do it for a length. Yeah, several days. Yeah. Wow. Chicago and then Boston wow. is number four. Wow. So New York City, because they hold a huge parade, which goes on for blocks and over two million people come to that. Savannah, Georgia, because they're one of the few cities that actually allows you to drink while you're walking the streets. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. So why wouldn't you well, want to come out and hang out there, sense. right? That makes sense. Okay. All right. And they actually, believe it or not, they're one of the few mid-sized cities that has a very large Irish uh, population, too. Hmm. Very large. Uh, in, in comparison to others, but Trying to get to warmth, I guess. Yes. And it helps mm-hmm. that it is down there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chicago, then Boston. You know, I heard Boston canceled their St. Patrick's Day festivities this year. Again. Yeah, see, there we go. It's, it's from saying take COVID out of the equation. Yeah. You know? Of course. So. Yeah. Let's take COVID out of the equation. Let's just take COVID out, mm-hmm. period. Oh, and take it out. <laughs> Hammer it. Take it. Shoot it and be done with yep. it. Yep. Thank you. I'm waiting for the Boston whiskey party over here. Like, just, mm-hmm. it's insane. Yep. Wow. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable, Paul. Um, how about a little uh, would you rather? Yeah, yeah. You want to do a would you rather question? Absolutely. All right. And again, for uh, St. Patty's Day, I've got a uh, themed question here for you. And um, uh, we'll we'll see who answers first. Uh, um, would you rather have to always wear green clothes for the next year, <laughs> or get to wear whatever clothes you want for the next year, but always have to wear a big green leprechaun's hat? The first one. <laughs> the first one. The Jesus. first one. Jesus, the first one. 
<laughs> leprechaun hat? Come on. <laughs> oh, come on. You'd look so cute in a leprechaun hat. It, uh... It would ruin the hair almost as much as this headset is. <laughs> yes, I'll take uh, wearing green for a year. You'll take wearing green for a year? Yes. All green for a year. Yes. Sure. As long as it can be a forest green. Yes, all green. Green all is green. Any all kind green. of green. Yep. Okay. Green. All right. What's the pastor say? Uh, the pastor says you now have to wear green for a year. <laughs> I have spoken. This is the way. <laughs> Don't think I want to show up wearing all green next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what Dave wears uh, next week as a uh, Davina. Oh man. Mm -hmm. I actually have a second. Would you rather question, Pastor? If you Ooh, allow me. Go ahead. Sure. Yeah. And it actually is very, very similar to what you said. So let's yeah. see if the answers change. Mm -hmm. Would you rather wear a leprechaun suit for a year or <laughs> wear only rainbow patterns for a year? Ooh. Rainbow patterns. <laughs> leprechaun suit. <laughs> Give me some Skittles. For some fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to pick the I, leprechaun suit. Yeah. You're picking leprechaun suit? Mm hmm I, I can't wear the leprechaun suit, my friend. <laughs> I gotta wear the rainbow. Yeah, no. Something about the leprechaun, yeah. No. Sorry. You would you would not look good in a in a no, in I would rainbow. not look good in a leprechaun no. suit. Rainbow oh. means tie dye. I, yeah. yeah, well they now see I can wear tie dye. Yeah, that, wear that, tie -dye. I don't wear tie dye, but I I would wear tie dye. Yeah. Absolutely. Outside the box. All right. <laughs> so, what is our uh, final verdict here on the uh, Cornell and Deal Billy Bud bulk? It's been a very rich, creamy, smooth, uh, smoky, uh, nice little, nice fruity, well, I'll say fruity sweet uh, blend. It's been really, really good. This has been a, a, a I really, when I was reading up on this and people were saying it is actually very full body, um, it is full body, but not in the intense sense. It's very full body flavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, the nicotine is not maybe more of a medium, maybe medium plus. I'm not really getting any, any Nick hit right now. Maybe just a little bit, but not really much to speak of. But uh, like I said, a very rich, creamy, smooth flavor. I think this is a, a really good tobacco. <clears throat> Excuse it me. It was very municipal. Very municipal. Thank you, Nick. Yes, thank you, Nick. <laughs> Dave, what about you? Um, I think I I agree with Paul. It was very full flavored. Um, maybe even like a little bit of uh, with the pairing, I'm getting a little bit of caramel. Um, toffee. Caramel of toffee. Um, the I think this was a complimentary pairing. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. Uh, that's what I got. Very good. Two thumbs up. Yep. Very happy. Yes, yes. I'm out of. I'm out of red breast. It's sad. One little, one little taste left. Mm-hmm. 
Talia, what about you? Have you been able to keep smoking the pipe or did it go out on your, did you give I up? Have, on, I've what, been relighting it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Like I said, I really enjoy how that kind of spice lingers on my tongue a little bit while I'm drinking the whiskey mm. and it's really easy to smoke. It was very smooth. It had a really nice flavor. Um, a little bit sweet. Mm-hmm. So as my first pipe tobacco smoked with you gents i think it was a home run very nice now i'm curious uh, one of the things that that you know really just you know as far as ingredients in the blend that they really build up is that there's a lot of cigar leaf in here did any of you pick that up not really. No, I, I can't say that I have. I, I've been I was searching for that when I first had this this morning, and I I really had a hard time trying to find that tobacco, that cigar tobacco. I really couldn't uh, distinguish it. I get it right on the tip of my tongue, like when I first draw the smoke. Yeah. I can taste a little bit of cigar leaf. Yeah, that's about it. Mm. How does it taste to you, Dave? How do you pick it up? Um. Like, uh, I would say, like, a earth and leather mix mm-hmm. of, a, of a cigar leaf to me. How about yourself, Dan? Well, you know, I, I raised the question because um, I don't really pick up anything in here that says mm, cigar. Yeah. You know, I, the Latakia is very, very forward, that smokiness, that uh campfirey kind of mesquite kind of smoky wood flavor you know is the predominant thing here um it's very good it's very smooth there there is that sweetness from the virginias that you guys are talking about um but i have a real hard time picking up like cigar from this yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, I, if anything, it's maybe playing a supporting role with maybe mm-hmm. the—I don't know what tobacco, but it, it's—it's—it maybe maybe may enhancing some of the other tobacco, whether it's the Latakia or the Burley, but uh, it's not something that I can pick out on its own. Mm. Well, all in all, though, I think it's a great tobacco. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's very very good. It goes fantastic with the red breast. Oh yes. Great. I agree with Dave. Complimentary pairing. Um, the sweetness in the drink, the sweetness in the tobacco. Um, they both have a uh, nice spice to them that is just playing off each other very well. Very, very good stuff. So, Talia, you did a great job pairing something that went with two completely different things. Yeah. Very, very much. And as a part of the prize that goes along with doing that, you will be back next week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a choice. No. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what we're calling the ladies' night takeover. Yeah. And uh, so next week, uh, Bree, uh, Kendra, the potion master, and Talia are all going to be back along with another guest. The Dunbarton girl herself, Yvonne Ramey, and um, they're going to be smoking uh, the Sober Mesa Cervantes Fino uh, cigar and 1Q by Lane Limited, a.k.a. Granite State, if you're a Twins customer there. 
And uh, that's going to be a really, really good show. And um, Dave will be there because he has to produce. Um, he's hoping against hope that they're going to dress him in drag. <laughs> and that he will become Davina. <laughs> Davina. But we'll see. Awesome. We'll see if that happens. You know, God might not allow it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not kidding. Um, but uh, that's happening next week. But until then, thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. And hope you had a good time with us tonight. And make sure you subscribe, follow, and thank you again for being with us tonight. And that is not just blowing smoke, people. Thanks, everyone. For thanks, everyone. Have thank night. you. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody, and that is not just blowing smoke. Rolling with the top down smoke.